welcome to today's episode of Delulu Central. I'm so excited to have you back, or if you are new, I'm your host, Lauren Raymond. I did want to start by saying I am so sorry for no episode last week. I had told you guys that I was going to do a deep dive into my toxic friend, explaining her reasonings on why she didn't want to be my friend anymore on my birthday after ghosting me for three months. But when I went to record that episode... Everything in me felt wrong about doing it and the last clip ended up having no sound So in my mind, that's just the universe telling me not to give this girl any more energy So that episode will never see the light of day Unfortunately, but also very fortunately because she doesn't deserve that from me and I don't deserve to waste my time on that But we are going to be talking about relationships today. Just not in a friendship form I'm going to be talking about my past relationship and how to leave a relationship with someone that you still love So this could very well apply to friendships as well well, just in my experience, I'm going to be basing this off of a relationship that I had and had gone through and tell you guys a little bit about my experience. Let's put our phone on do not disturb. Thank you. I am going to be telling you a little bit about my experience with my past relationship and why I left a person that I still loved because I feel like that is a very hard thing to do, especially in your 20s. I feel like we get very tied into the idea of we've just put so much of our young years into a person. We're afraid to step out of that relationship because what's going to happen afterwards. But I'll start by saying that if you're feeling that, then this episode is perfect for you because girl, I have been there. Girls, gays, days, whoever is listening, I have been there and I know how that feels and it is such a hard feeling and I want to talk about it with you guys today because I feel like that's something that a lot of people in their 20s go through. I just did a Q&A on Instagram and the amount of people, one, thank you guys so much for being so comfortable and telling me your own personal stories. It means the world to me that you trust me enough to tell me a story like that. Ew, it makes me want to cry because I'm an emotional being but the fact that you guys trust me enough to share those with me means the world to me so thank you but let's dive a little bit into this relationship that I was in funny that I'm talking about relationships considering the fact that I've been single for a year and a half now but I was a girly who was in a relationship or I'm not kidding like 10 years straight not all with the same person but I mean back-to-back relationships for 10 years straight I don't think that I was single for more than two weeks maybe tops a month and even when I was single for a month it's like that talk phase where you're definitely with that person you just haven't said it yet first relationship was seventh grade to sophomore year of high school two weeks after that I started dating another guy we dated from sophomore year to the end of senior year a month after that maybe tops I started dating another guy and we were together for I would say three years even if we weren't like dating the full three years we basically started dating the day that we met each other cutie love story it's like you meet and then you never spend another day apart it was a cute relationship but we are now here talking about it. So clearly it didn't work out. Him and I lived together for three years, shared my dog Louie together. That's how deep of a relationship this was. When I say lived together, I do mean that we lived in his parents' basement together, but it was basically like a mini apartment. So we were just young trying to save money because our goal was to buy a house together. It's so weird to talk about this now because my life is so different than the life that I thought I would have at 18, 19 when I first started dating this guy. But I think that's the craziness of this episode and I'm very excited about sharing it with you guys because I do feel like I have very good advice for relationships. I don't have advice on much and I know that I said in this podcast that I'm not giving advice and I'm not take everything I say with a grain of salt because like I said I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I am just sharing my experiences so that you guys can hear them and maybe hopefully it resonates with you and you can watch how I'm going about it or how I did go about it and take what you want out of that and do it for yourself. I am not giving advice. Let's just say my thoughts. I'm just sharing my thoughts. 
Him and I were in a very deep relationship. It was a very good relationship. I always said that he was the boy version of me. And I've always said, because I love myself, I always said that if I met a boy version of me, I'm marrying him on the spot because I love myself. I would marry a boy version of me, obviously. Well, I didn't, but I very much did love this guy. And I still have love for him, which is why I'm here talking about it today, because I think that it's okay to leave a relationship, even when you still love the person. When you are in a relationship and you feel like you have your best friend, that person becomes your everything. And he was my absolute everything. In the beginning, we did everything together. Also, I came from a very small town. So when he had this group of friends, always throwing parties, and because I didn't have a college experience, this was kind of like my step into a college experience, just call it small hometown version. But we were always hanging out with his friends, going out, he had a boat. We were always going out on the boat together. It was fun, it was thrilling, and I really enjoyed the relationship at the start of it. The first year was very, very fun, and then COVID hit. And when COVID hit is kind of when I moved all of my stuff into his place, because we were already spending every single day together. I was like, you know, it just makes sense if my stuff is already here. Why am I driving 12 minutes back to my parents' house to grab more things just to bring it back here? Why can't I just leave it here? I mean, I literally had every single one of my belongings at his house. We were full-blown living together now at this point. It was fun, but he worked from home and I was unemployed for a little bit because during COVID you were getting unemployment and I was just taking that money, sitting in my kiddie pool, drinking a juice box every day, living my life because that was the best money that I had ever made as a 19-year-old was unemployment money. I was living my little life. He was sitting at home working. We were doing our thing. It was a cute relationship, but it felt like a very adult relationship. And I just feel like I was too young to be in an adult relationship, but it was fun. It was super fun in the beginning to have that feeling because I was like, oh my God, this is a person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. This is amazing. We work well together. We're best friends. This is going great. And then about two years into the relationship, things kind of shifted. This feels really silly to say out loud, but he got very into video gaming. And when I mean very into video gaming, I mean that this kid would sit at his video game morning to night while he was working and play video games every single day. And I have a video in my Snapchat of him going to buy this monitor, this like Alienware monitor. The fact that I know everything about video gaming and nice softwares and what systems use. I shouldn't, I shouldn't know those things. I'm too pretty to know those things, but I do. I bought this man two Alienware monitors. They're like $600 monitors each. I was really down bad, but anyway. <laughs> I knew that when he was buying this video game console that I was done with. I was done. I was now the other woman because this video game console was his pride and joy, which was cute at first. I thought he was gonna be a streamer. I thought he got all into it. I was like, yes, do this. I wanted to do TikTok at the time. And I was like, yes, I can be a little TikToker dating a little streamer boyfriend. I would love this. Uh, that's not how it ended up. I bought him every single thing that you would need to be a streamer and he never did it, which is fine. If it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. But at that point I was like, okay, then you're just in love with this video game thing and not me. What is going on? But I pushed it off for a very long time and it also got to a point where he would ask me to go get him tropical smoothie And I was like, yeah, I would love to go get you a smoothie after I got off work He'd be like, can you go grab me a drink? Can you go get me a smoothie from tropical smoothie? And I was like, yeah, of course I can and then it was every single day and Then it was while I was at the house. He was like, hey, would you mind leaving to go grab a tropical smoothie? He wasn't doing anything besides playing video games I would leave and go get him a smoothie or go pick up food and I'd call my mom on the way there And she finally got to a point where she was like Lauren why are you always doing everything alone? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you are... 
20 years old running all of these errands for your boyfriend who is sitting at home playing video games. Why doesn't he want to be with you? Why doesn't he want to go do the little mundane tasks with you? Why doesn't he want to spend time with you like that? And I chalked it up to, well, we live together. We see each other 24 seven. Like it's not that serious. Like we are just old married couple at this point. You should never be an old married couple at 20 years old. And if you are, run. I'm gonna tell you right now, run. It wasn't until people were like, hey, what are you doing? That I was like, mm, what am I doing? There was also multiple other things in this relationship. I had always dreamed of doing social media for a living. That was my dream. I grew up, like I said, watching the Big Bear trips, watching all of these girls on YouTube live these extravagant lives. And I was like, I want that life. I am a very outgoing person. I love to talk and I love to talk about myself. My friend's preceptor said something the other day that made me laugh so hard. He was like, now to make it less about you and more about me. That will be my motto from now on because I somehow turn every conversation into something about myself, but that's a whole other topic. I feel like I'm just trying to relate. I don't know. I don't know how to... I don't know how else to relate to people without making it about myself. That's something we're working on. Where was I going with this? But I had always dreamed of doing social media and I started TikTok while I was with him. I think I had gained a following of like a hundred and something thousand followers. And I was really running with it. I was like, I feel like I can turn this into something. I said this in my first ever podcast episode, but he was raised in a very traditional family of you go to school, you go to work, you get a job, work at that job until you're 60, then you retire and then you enjoy life. I was raised in a very delusional household where it's like, ah, the world is free. Do whatever you want. You are going to accomplish anything you want. So I was used to that type of environment. So to be then put in an environment that was very traditional and have the goals that I had in an environment that was a very traditional environment. They had completely different views than me, political world, all of it, just a completely different life than I had lived for the past 19 years until I moved there. They didn't believe that I could make TikTok into a real job and which totally valid. TikTok was very new at the time. So I totally understand not understanding it. Social media is a very hard job for some people to grasp, especially when you say that it's a job because people just don't understand it, which is fine. I don't even understand it and I do it for a living. So I totally get it. They were always asking me, when are you gonna get a real job? You should get a real job. But like, have you looked for real jobs? When are you gonna get your degree? When did you do this? When are you going to actually have a job and set up a savings and a 401k and put money into escrow? I, I don't even understand those words still. And I'm 23 now. I didn't understand those words at a 19 year old. I just wanted to be a TikToker. To live in a household and especially with a partner who didn't believe in the goals that I had it was very damaging. It got me in my own head. It made me not believe in myself. It made me not believe that I couldn't accomplish these things. It made me feel like I was failing, like I didn't have a grip on anything that I wanted to do in life. Truthfully, I don't. I still don't. I don't think that you ever truly have a grip on what you are supposed to be doing in life, which is the point of this whole podcast is no one knows what the fuck they're doing. So just do whatever you want. But it was very hard to be in a household with people who didn't believe in you, especially from being an only child and having parents who are big hype people of, yes, you can do anything that you set your mind to. Yes, you can achieve all of your dreams. I was so lucky to be raised in a household like that to then be put in a different environment was crushing, if I'm being honest. But because I was in that environment for so long and I truly loved him, I honestly honestly started to believe them of, okay, maybe I am messing up. Maybe I should, maybe I should get a degree. Maybe I should try to go get all these jobs. Like I talked about in my first episode, 
I did go to that job interview and it felt like a living hell. It just wasn't for me. But then it became an internal battle of, okay, I'm with someone who doesn't believe in me, but I love them. But how am I ever going to live the life that I want to live if I'm with a person who doesn't believe in me or support the goals and the ways that I want to live life? He also never wanted to leave Michigan, which I also talked about before, but I don't want to live in Michigan forever. I'm here right now, but in August, I'm thinking of moving to New York. It was also Florida and then it was also Boston. So I have no clue where I'm moving in August, but I can promise you that it won't be Michigan. And if it is, someone literally played this clip back to me and say, figure it out because I've been saying that for the past two years, but I mean it this time. I don't want to live in Michigan and he did. His family was here. That's what he was happy with. I have family here too, but I come from a very small family. I have my mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, and my aunt and uncle who live in Florida now. But the only family that I have here is a very small and a medium family. I live two hours from them and I honestly can't even say that I see them often. So if I lived in a different state, I don't think that I would see them any less than I see them now. For me, moving out of state wasn't a big deal. For him, he didn't want to do it. All of his high school friends were here. All of his family was here. Everything that he's known and felt comfortable with and wanted out of life was here and that's what he wanted. He was not willing to budge and we had talked about it for a while and I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can be okay with a life here. Maybe I will be okay with buying a house in our hometown and settling down because I love him and I want to be with him forever and he's my best friend and we get along well because I have just told you all the negatives, but we also did have a very good relationship. He would make me coffee in the morning that only lasted for a little bit but he still did it he had a good relationship but there was just some things lacking like I said he played video games 24-7 which honestly whatever I really didn't care I grew up with a dad who was an avid video gamer this man when I tell you it's like having a little brother for Christmas we bought him a life-size destiny pew pew I don't even know if I can say the word on here so I'm just gonna say pew pew because you know what that means I remember buying him the brand new Xbox remotes the Xbox elite remotes the controller that's what I mean of I was raised in that world if you you are going to date anyone and be obsessed with video games, I am the person for that. I don't mind. But I started to mind when I felt like I wasn't even being taken care of as a girlfriend in the slightest. I remember for Valentine's Day or my birthday or whatever holiday it was that you would normally get a girl flowers for, that's just the norm, the standard is, oh, buy her flowers. That's the bare minimum that you need to do for a girl is just get her a $12 bouquet of flowers. I had already bought myself flowers, I think from Trader Joe's or something, because Trader Joe's flowers are the cheapest flowers ever. If you're going to get flowers, get them from Trader Joe's. I'd already bought myself flowers and he was like, well, what am I supposed to get you now? And I was like, well, here, let's make an agreement. After these ones die, your job is to just keep replenishing my flowers. Make sure that I always have flowers, fresh flowers in my vase. That is your only job. That is all I ask. Those flowers died. And because we had made this agreement, I let those flowers sit there and rot and smell. That water was disgusting. I let them sit there for months dead in a vase because no one ever got me flowers again. The one thing that I said would make me happy. No one ever got me flowers. Mind you, I'm driving to stores to get him food. I am making him food at four o'clock in the morning. I would come back from my serving shift and I wouldn't get home until four o'clock in the morning because bar would close at two. Then you close down for an hour and you get home and do all your things. I'd get home at four o'clock in the morning and he'd say, could you go make me a toast? I vividly remember making toast with peanut butter on them for this man. 24-7. That was like his favorite thing to eat. I would do it still. And I wasn't even getting flowers or basic attention because his face was indulged in these video games. It's hard to talk about this because I still view the relationship in a very high light. But then when I tell you guys things that he did that were very real and honest things that happened, I think when they say rose-colored glasses, they really mean it. I wore those rose-colored glasses for probably three years straight or at least two because the first wasn't as bad. But at 
least for three years straight, I wore rose-colored glasses the whole entire time. We had talked about, we wanted very different lives. We wanted it with each other, but neither of us was willing to compromise or sacrifice our dream life for each other. Even though we loved each other, still have love for this person. I think he's a great person. I just don't think that he was meant to be my person forever. I think he was meant to be my person for that time period. But once we had started talking about all the things that we want out of life and just none of them were correlating, it was down to who's gonna sacrifice what. Honestly, at, at 21, I shouldn't have to be sacrificing my dream life. I honestly just started to become really unhappy in the relationship. It's not like I didn't communicate those things. I remember vividly having the same conversation probably three times voicing, listen, I need this to feel like a relationship. We are too young to be acting like an old man married couple. I'm too young to be sitting in bed while you're playing video games and not talking to me or we're not going on dates. We're not doing the mundane things together. We're not even doing life together. We are just basically at this point roommates. I am too young for this type of relationship. This is what I need out of it. And he'd be good for about a week and then he'd go back to the things that he was doing before and then I'd bring up the conversation again and it was just a reoccurring cycle and it ate me up inside for months. I was living with the thought in my head for months of do I want to live life like this forever? Is this what I really want to live forever because if it's like this now I can't imagine what it's going to be like in 20 years and 40 years I can't imagine what the rest of my life is going to be like this if it's like this now I feel like a lot of times when I like a person I will make a version of them in my head that I fall in love with that might not actually be who they are it's just the version of them that I've created which is very damaging because like me three years down the line I realized that this person that I had made in my head is not actually the person that I'm with and then it becomes an internal struggle of okay now what because I've just invested this many years of my life or this much time of my life into this person do I just walk away you run through all of these possibilities in your head and then you just get stuck in this hole of I don't know what to do you're not completely unhappy but you're not the happiest I fought with this internal struggle for at least six months at least six months I was fighting with this internal struggle of okay I know that this life isn't going to be my dream life if I stay here this is not going to be the life that I had always envisioned but I love this person is loving that person enough to sacrifice my dream life? My answer was no. While we were still together, I ended up going to visit a friend. She had just moved into a new apartment out in the city that I now live in. Came to visit my friend at her new apartment and we went out for the night and also let me say that when I was in this relationship, we didn't hang out with my friends. Not to say I didn't have many friends to hang out with, but even just my individual ones. He had a friend group. I just had individual friends. It wasn't a group. He never did anything with my friends and I, which I was like, okay, well, I don't have a friend group. Like, what's he going to do? Come hang out with me and just my other friend? Yes. Yes, he could have. If you're in a relationship with someone that you love and they love you, they should love the people that you love too enough to be friends with them as well. I was constantly hanging out with his friends, his friend group, doing what they were doing, going to their parties, going out on the boat with them. It was always his group. It was never my people. But when I went to go visit my friend in the city, I had so much fun. It was with a group of people I had never met, but it was with my friend. People my age doing crazy things in the city, running around, acting like kids and not an old married couple. I fell in love with that feeling. So when I came back home to my relationship where it felt like a very old married couple it sent me into a spiral even more than I was already in having felt like this for a couple months and I feel like that's what finally pushed me to my breaking point and we had 
His friend group that I just mentioned got a little shady towards the end. I had worked with a couple girls that were in his friend group. We worked at the same bar together. It felt like mean girl. It felt like high school. I'm not sure what was happening. They had went telling my ex a bunch of lies. He believed his friends over me. He said, well, I've been friends with them forever. So why wouldn't I believe them? You've just lived with me and we have a deep relationship for the past three years. Why don't you believe me? But once all of these things started adding up together, I finally hit my breaking point of I need to put myself first. If I have to sacrifice everything that I've ever wanted out of life to live the person I love's dream life, do I love myself in the same way? And I think that's like the most important question that you can ask yourself is if you're sacrificing someone for someone you love, would they sacrifice the same thing because they love you? Because if the answer is no, don't sacrifice anything that you want. Do not sacrifice a single thing for yourself for another person if you don't think that they would do the same for you. I believe that a relationship is about, I wouldn't even say compromise. I just think that in a relationship, you should be able to build a dream life together. Maybe it's parts of each other's dream life, but I don't think it should have to be one or the other. And if it's one or the other, I don't think that's fair. And after our breakup, it was okay for a little bit. And then it got to a point where I felt like I didn't even know the person that I had spent the last three years with, which is what I mean when I say that you fall in love with a version of someone that you make in your head and not who they actually are. And that was just a really, really weird feeling. But I'll be honest, leaving wasn't easy. It wasn't like I just woke up one day and was like, yep, I get to leave. It took so much mental strength out of me to come to that decision. I fought it so hard in my head of, am I making the right decision? What if I'm alone forever? What if I don't find anyone better? What if nothing ever works out for me and I completely fucked up by making this decision. I fought that in my head for so long. It's really hard to leave a relationship when no one did anything wrong. Like normally you hear about these relationships ending when someone cheated on someone or someone said really horrible things to each other or they treated each other horribly. I didn't have that type of relationship. It wasn't a bad relationship. It just wasn't a relationship that was going to be able to give me everything that I've ever wanted out of life. Not because he's a bad person or because I was doing anything wrong. It's just we didn't want the same life as each other. It was just really hard to grasp that nothing had to go wrong in order for us to not end up together because I was used to my past relationships where things went downhill so bad that it's like, of course you can't be with that person. I didn't have that in this one. Nothing bad happened. We just weren't going to end up living a dream life together because we had two different dreams. I'll be honest, leaving was hard. Leaving was so hard. I moved back into my parents' house and I honestly moved back into my parents' house a month before we even broke up, I think, because I was trying to see if maybe if we didn't live together, we could have an actual relationship and maybe it would feel like we're dating and maybe I wouldn't be watching you play video games all the time. Me moving out changed nothing. I think he came to my house once, possibly for an hour. And then every other time that we ever saw each other, it was I had to go to his house and it was kind of the same thing. I sat in the bed while he played video games and that's just how it was. I tried everything and it just wasn't going to work. I won't say that even when we did break up that I didn't fill up two whole entire diaries being like, what am I doing? Did I just mess up? Did I just make the worst decision of my entire life? I don't have my best friend anymore because not only do you lose a relationship, but you lose your best friend. Even just losing the romantic side of it, you also lose your best friend. This was the person that I had just told my life everything to, every new detail, every work story, every small thing that I could share with someone, I was sharing it with him and I don't have that person anymore. I struggled really hard after that relationship ended with trying to figure out how to even be alone because like I had said that I had just spent the past 10 years
years of my life in a relationship, I don't even know how to be alone at this point. I had just lived with a man for three years and now I'm back at my parents' house. Not that we weren't living at his parents' house, but it felt different because you're living with someone else. And now I am back at my house living alone. It's not like I have siblings. I'm an only child living in this house with my parents. I'm alone and I don't know what to do with that feeling because that was a very new feeling to me. I filled up these two diaries every single day, writing in it, bawling my eyes out, saying, I just don't understand what happened. I don't understand why he couldn't give me everything that I wanted. I don't understand why I wasn't enough or he didn't love me enough to make the sacrifices that I would have made for him. I don't think it was because we didn't love each other. I just think that you should love yourself more than to have to sacrifice everything that you've ever wanted out of life just to be with someone that you love. It's okay to love a person and not love the life that they dream of. It doesn't mean that they're doing anything wrong and it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It just means that you guys want different things out of life and that's okay. I had lost a lot of my own self-worth in this relationship, not because of him. I lost that because of myself because I stopped believing in myself. At any age, that feeling isn't worth it. Looking back at this relationship, I do not regret leaving. I do not regret letting this relationship end, even though that I still loved the person. I do not regret letting that relationship end because when I left, a whole world opened up for me. And I'm not saying that he was holding me back from certain things or doing anything. I was holding myself back from those things because I was putting someone else and their needs out of life and their wants and desires and dreams out of life above mine. I was the one holding myself back the whole entire time. Not him, not his family, not the environment that I was in. It was me and my own mental holding myself in this box of this is the way that my life is going to be because I am deciding that this can be my life. I have accepted that this is the life that I'm going to live even though it's not my dream life because I love this person, this is the life that I'm going to live. I did that to myself by staying for as long as I did, even after feeling the amount of things that I did. Looking back at it now, I wish I would have kept myself the whole time because I don't think that I would have stayed for as long as I did. I wish I would have known myself better and felt stronger in myself to know that when these things are happening that I deserve better than that. I don't have to settle for the things that I wouldn't accept if I would have just met this person and not fallen in love with them. And I think that's a really important part. You fall so in love with a person that they can do the things that upset you but you're blinded by love so it doesn't make you as mad as it would if say you were to just have met the person if you just met this person and they were doing the things that your boyfriend that you love just did to you what would you feel about that person because if it's not love and if it's not like oh it's not a big deal then you shouldn't be letting your boyfriend get away with it not being a big deal I don't regret it because I put myself first I put my dreams and my desires out of life first and I think that everybody should if you are having to sacrifice more than you feel like you should be sacrificing don't do it. You don't have to. And if that's going to end a relationship, it just means that relationship wasn't supposed to last forever. And that's okay. I believe that people serve a purpose in your life for a certain time period, but that doesn't mean that they have to last forever. I can't tell you that dating is easy. I can't tell you that I immediately found the man of my dreams and who wants everything out of life that I want. I absolutely did not. I have gone on so many dates that I'm just like, holy crap, I could never see myself with this person long-term. Like, never. Still haven't. It's been a year and a half, and I still haven't found a person that I'm like, yeah, I would want to be with this person for the rest of my life. Being alone has taught me so much more about myself than it would have ever taught me if I was having to share myself with someone else. I think that being alone in your 20s is a very valuable time of your life. 
to truly figure out who you are and what your truest desires out of life are. Because when you know those and you have a solid understanding of what you want your life to be, what your dreams, goals, and desires are, and what will make you happy in this lifetime, the person who will make you happy in this lifetime will come along. But until you understand those, I feel like it's just going to be a working battle of trying to find someone to fill the voids for you instead of just filling in the voids yourself. I think that you should have a solid understanding of yourself. That person should have an understanding of themselves. You guys can be partners in life. You can be a unit together, but you don't have to fill each other's cups because you're filling them for yourself. And I think that's when a healthy relationship is formed. It was hard. It was hard dating because every time that I would go on a date with a guy and I was just like, holy crap, he sucks. I'd be like, dang, did I make a really bad decision? Was my ex perfect? Was that the best that I was ever going to get? The answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. Dating in your 20s just sucks. I think dating in general just sucks. I will also say all of those dates that I've gone on have taught me more about myself and I would have learned staying in a relationship that wasn't going to lead to anything, especially not the life that I dream of. I had a great time for a month after we broke up. You feel like you have new excitement to life. You're single, you're living life. But once that feeling dies down, or at least it did for me, I was going through it. If you look at my TikTok from a little bit over a year ago during the time of this breakup, I was going through it. You could see it in my body. You could see it in my face. You could tell by the things that I was talking about. I was going through it bad. I feel like those times when you feel like it's the worst of it is when you discover the most about yourself. Learned more about myself in a year and in my times of hardness and sadness and depression and what the hell is going on in life. I think those time periods of life are so important and so valuable because you learn to appreciate yourself. You learn to appreciate the happy moments, the bad moments, the sad moments, the struggles, the amazing things. You just learn to appreciate all of it as a whole, which is what I think teaches you the most about yourself. Knowing that you can be sad and the happy will still come because I can promise you the happy will come. I am living my absolute dream life because I put myself first every single day. I put myself and my feelings above any relationship that I'm in, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship. I am always what I put first. And some people will look at that and say, oh my God, that's so selfish. I don't care. I don't care if that's selfish. Value yourself in the way that you would value someone that you're in a relationship or a friendship with. When you value yourself in that way, you can then value another person in that way. If you're ever feeling like that person doesn't value you in the same way that you value yourself, maybe that's not a person that's worth giving your energy to. Just because these people aren't going to give you everything that you've ever wanted doesn't mean that you're any less than or you're not deserving of it. It just means that that wasn't the person for you. I did some research before this episode. I went on TikTok and I asked a couple things on Instagram just because I like to get into your guys' heads a little bit to see how we could talk about this together. I went on TikTok and I saw this video of a girl and I'll put the video or a link or her username in the description of this episode so you guys can watch it as well because it was an amazing video. But she said, learn to leave even if it means you'll be alone for a little while. Learn to leave even if it means that you'll hate the next 10 dates you go on. Learn to leave not because you don't love the person but because someone else can love you so much better. Learning to leave not because you don't love yourself but because you know someone else can love you so much better. That someone else can be yourself. Learning to leave doesn't mean that you're automatically going out to find someone new. That person that you're finding can be yourself. It doesn't have to be someone else to fill the glass for you. Fill it for yourself. Learning yourself will bring you to the people who will love the truest version of you. When you present yourself with the energy and confidence and understanding of yourself to find the people who love that truest version of you and that's what you deserve. You don't deserve at any age but especially not in your 20s to have to settle for a life that's not your dream life. To have to make compromises on things that you don't want to compromise on. When the person truly loves you and is meant to be your person forever they will want all of the same things that you want for yourself for you because they want you to be happy and that's what you deserve. Learn to leave even if that means you're going to be alone for a little while. 
because in that alone time, you're going to discover so many new versions of yourself that you've never met before that you are going to fall in love with. Learn to leave even if it means you're going to hate the next 10 dates you go on. Because I did. I did hate the next 10 dates I went on. I have hated a lot of the dates that I went on. But I also learned what I truly want, what to look for in another relationship. I believe all relationships will teach you things for your next future one and that's what they're serving the purpose for. It doesn't mean you failed because it didn't work out or it's not perfect or that's not your person. It doesn't mean that you messed up by leaving your last relationship because you haven't found anyone yet. It just means that you're learning to love yourself and discover everything about you that will lead you to the point where you want to be. Learn to leave not because you don't love the person, but because someone else can love you so much better. Even if that someone is yourself, you can love yourself enough to not need another person. I have finally gotten to the point, I've been at this point for a little bit, and it's, I can tell you, the most phenomenal feeling, especially after being in a relationship for 10 years straight, always being the relationship girly, not knowing how to be alone. I fucking love being alone. I don't need a relationship to fulfill a void in my life because I fulfill that for myself. Because you should love yourself in the ways that you would expect someone else to love you. I don't put up with half the shit that I would have ever put up with in my old relationships. I don't put up with that in friendship levels. I don't put up with that in relationships. I don't put up with that ever and nobody should. So was it hard leaving someone that I still loved? Absolutely. Did I sit there for months in regret and sorrows? Absolutely. Am I sitting here now talking to you guys telling you how much better it gets? Yes, I am and you will be too. I have rambled for so long at this point that I'm not even sure what points that I've made or if I've made any points at all, but I guess I've shared my experience, so I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. What I will end this episode off with is my thoughts, not advice. Please don't go leave your marriage just because I told you to. I'm not telling you to go leave your marriage, but I'm giving you my thoughts. You are in a relationship where you don't feel fully satisfied, know that you are capable of doing that for yourself. Being in a relationship for years and leaving doesn't mean that you wasted that many years of your life. It means that you learned so much about yourself in those years that you are now going to take into your years alone and learn even more about yourself. Time with someone is not time wasted. I have a tattooed on me. It's getting removed because we're removing all of the tattoos, but I have a tattoo on me that says nothing loved is ever lost. May you lose the person? Yes. But you will never lose the time that you loved that person. You will never lose the good times that you had with that person but you will also never lose the bad times you had with that person and those bad times are going to teach you what you're not willing to put up with in your next relationship i guess my advice for if you're in a relationship that you don't feel is everything that you've ever wanted and more you feel like you're sacrificing some things for yourself you feel like you're not getting everything that you've ever wanted or dreamt of out of a relationship leave and do it for yourself if i can tell you anything is just leave and do it for yourself don't expect someone else to be doing it for you but value yourself enough to know that you are capable of doing that for yourself you don't need someone to fill those voids because you will discover so much about yourself that will be able to fill it for you. It's a lot easier said than done. I'm not going to say that if you are in a relationship and you are unhappy, that if you go leave, you're about to be the best, happiest version of yourself. You're probably not. I wasn't for months. I wasn't for months. I left a relationship with someone that I absolutely loved and envisioned myself with for the rest of my life. And I'm sitting in front of you today now, single, and the happiest that I have ever been in my entire life. I know so much more about myself in the year and a half that I've been single than I'd learned about myself in the 10 years that I was spending that time with someone else. Being alone is scary, especially if that's not something that you were raised in or grew up in or know how to do. But I can promise you that a life that you're unhappy with forever is a lot scarier than those times that you will be alone. Love that you have for yourself is the highest version of love that you will ever have. Value that. Value that more than someone else's feelings. Value that more than the time that you've spent with someone. Value your happiness 
Your happiness should be at the top of your list. Top priority, top expectation, top cup to be filled at all times should be your happiness. I want advice that I will say with my chest is if you are unhappy, leave. I don't think that anyone has enough time, no matter what age, to be spending any of it unhappy, especially if you have a choice to change it. Let it be your choice to walk away. Value yourself enough to never do that again and to walk away when you are not being valued in the way that you would value yourself. I think that's where I'm gonna end this episode off. I hope that I helped any of you in any way. I hope that my story can make anyone out there feeling the same thing, feel less alone in knowing that you guys aren't the only ones going through it. There's so many girls who have messaged me right now who are going through it and they're all going through it at the same time and have absolutely no idea because admitting that a relationship isn't making you happy isn't something fun that people want to talk about know that you're not alone and know that you're not a failure for having a relationship that didn't work if anything walking away from a relationship that doesn't make you happy makes you more successful because it just means that you loved yourself enough to leave when you're not happy i hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode i'm very excited to talk to you guys next week 7 a.m every thursday besides last week because hmm, i hope you guys love today's episode as much as I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I will leave all of my socials below in the description. I love you guys so much and I will see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Delulu Central. Mwah!